Well, hello, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, your host for this little musical variety hour featuring 78 RPM records from my collection. It's a potpourri from the first half of the 20th century. I'm going to start out today's program a little unusually by dipping straight into the mailbag. I got a very nice note this past week from Ken, who listens to the Shellac Stack in Pinner on the northwest side of London in the UK. Ken offered some very kind words about the program. He said he enjoys listening to it in his car. And Ken closed by asking for any early 30s Bing Crosby records. Well, Ken, I love that stuff. I've got a handful of Bing's early records, and I'm only too happy to play one for you. The one I picked out was recorded in Chicago on May 26, 1932. It's a song composed by Shelton Brooks some 20 years before Bing recorded it. It's probably most often associated with Sophie Tucker, but Bing does a pretty convincing job with it too. It's called Some of These Days. Some of these days you're gonna miss me, honey. Some of these days you're gonna be so lonely. You'll miss my hugging, gonna miss my kissing. You'll be so sorry when I'm away. Now you're gonna be lonely just for me only. Cause you know, honey, that you had your way. And when you leave me, you know it's gonna grieve me. You'll miss your little daddy some of these days. so good. Bing Crosby in 1932, some of these days, especially for Ken. And that record welcomes you to this edition of the Shellac Stack. I'm so glad you could join me today as we listen to these records. My name is Brian Wright, and I've got some pretty decent ones picked out for you today. 
We're going to start out this next set with Sam Lannan and his Troubadours, a record they made in New York in August of 1930. This is on the Jewel label, which started out in the mid-1920s as a product of the Plaza Music Company. When Plaza merged with Pathé and formed the American Record Corporation, they kept the Jewel label going for a little longer. This is Jewel 6057. The song comes from a movie called Maybe It's Love, which featured Joan Bennett and Joe E. Brown. It came out late in 1930. Not an especially memorable movie. I haven't seen it, I'll have to confess, but I've heard that it's a rather ho-hum feature. It was originally designed to be a musical, a musical comedy, but by late 1930, audiences seemed to have been tiring of these real lush, lavish musical reviews, so a lot of the musical numbers were cut out. This one, I think, did make it into the final feature, as far as I can tell. It's the title song, so I hope it did. It's called Maybe It's Love. Scrappy Lambert is the vocalist. Thank you. 
I want the whole world to love you, but you must love only me. It thrills me so when I hear them begging a chance for just one little dance. I want your own lips to tell them one love is all there can be. I want the whole world to love you, but you must love only me. Of her kiss 
as I sadly reminisce, but I find I'm resigned now to leave it all behind. No regrets, love is gone, but there's no regrets, and among my precious souvenirs, there'll be no more tears. pleasant pair of foxtrots with a waltz sandwiched in between? And why not? We started that set with Sam Lannan and his troubadours recorded in New York on August 13th, 1930. Scrappy Lambert was the vocalist. The label credits him as Ralph Haynes. That was Maybe It's Love, Jewel 6057. After that, from September 23rd, 1936, also in New York, we heard Jack Shilkrit's orchestra, with Larry Stewart, the vocalist on I Want the Whole World to Love You, a song by Al Bryan and Gerald Marks. That was Melotone 6-12-06. And we finished up the set on February 19, 1937, with Jack Denny's orchestra. This time it was Sonny Schuyler singing the vocal. No More Tears was the name of that song. It was issued on the master label, number 105. If you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. I welcome any comments, suggestions, or requests that you may have. If you want to send in a request just like Ken did, shellacstack at gmail.com. Okay, let's continue. And up next, I have an interesting pairing for you. At least I think it's kind of interesting. I'm going to play you two different records, but it's the same song, the same singer, even the same label. Now, why would I do this? Well, the difference here is that these two records were recorded about 15 to 16 years apart. They were both recorded in Japan. Both of these are Japanese pressings. And the singer on both is Dick Mine, who was one of the real popular singers in Japan in the mid-1930s. Something of a Japanese Bing Crosby, I guess, although a little bit of a higher voice. Uh, but I find it very, very pleasant. I like Dick Mine. Both of these are on the Teichku label. First, from about 1934, we'll hear Dick Mine sing Dinah. And then from probably the early 1950s, though I couldn't find this in a discography, we'll hear Dick Mine again sing Dinah, but with a much more updated jazz ensemble accompanying him. And that jazz ensemble is Teru Yoda and Six Lemons, as they are billed. So first, it's back to November of 1934. Here's Dick Mine and Dinah. Thank you. 
私の恋人胸に描くは麗しき姿
の瞳親しく思い狂わしくもったいな許せよ口づけ我が胸震える私の大な Because my dynamite changed my mind about me. Oh, China, if she went there to China, I'd have a national dino, just be with Dynamite. An interesting compare and contrast two versions of Dinah, sung by Dick Mine, first in about 1934 and then sometime in the early 1950s, both of those recorded in Japan for the Teichku label. I really like the trumpet player on the earlier record, the one from 1934. He starts out by quoting Louis Armstrong's famous solo from the beginning of West End Blues, and then he gets pretty hot towards the end of the record. It's funny, now, whenever my wife hears the real West End Blues, she thinks it's about to go into Dinah because she's become so accustomed to hearing this <laughs> Dick Mine record. And I think that may have been Dick Mine playing the Hawaiian guitar. On the 1934 record, he was quite an accomplished guitarist, and I have a few records that he made as a soloist on that instrument. I don't have a discography that would tell me if that's him for sure, but I suspect that it is. The first record was Teichuku 1530, and the later one with Teruo Yoda and Six Lemons was JS 15010. All right, let's continue now with a pair of country flavored records from 1950. First up on the Bullet label, record number 700, it's Johnny Lee Wills and his boys. And they'll do a song written by one Breen, B R E E N E. It's called Shattered Dreams. After that, we'll hear from Tex Williams and a vocal trio. The song here, written by Lou Bush, more famous as Joe Fingers Carr, along with Charles Hayes. It's called With Men Who Know Tobacco Best, It's Women Two to One. And I suspect they're poking a little bit of fun at the Jack Benny program of the time, which was sponsored by Lucky Strike. And they would always have an auctioneer at the start of the program saying something to the effect of, with men who know tobacco best, it's Lucky Strike. Well, I certainly don't condone smoking, but、uh, I guess I'll have to <laughs> say I think I'd prefer women over cigarettes. Anyway, let's have a listen to these. First up, Johnny Lee Wills and his boys, Shattered Dreams. Shattered dreams are all. 
over me, dear Shattered dreams of all the love we Shattered dreams just broke my heart in two, dear. And someday your dreams will shatter too. Cause you left me for another. And someday somehow you. That shattered dream won't mend a broken heart, dear. Shattered dreams won't help you when you're blue. Shattered dreams won't bring me back to you, dear. And someday your dreams will shatter. Doggone much he up and croaked And now he's resting six feet underground He'd stop a red-hot poker game A petting party with a beautiful dame To light a cigarette to calm him down I used to be just like that guy I had to have a smoke or die For nicotine, I'd even hock my boots But then I stopped, I'd had enough I vowed I'd taken my last puff I'd found a brand new brand that really suits with men who know tobacco best, it's women two to one. Ask any man who's made the test which product gets the gun. And if this fellow's a manly guy, you can bet your shirt that he'll reply. With men who know tobacco best, it's women two to one. Quite a connoisseur, I knew tobacco, that's for sure. I'd tried most every kind of nicotine. 
I've smoked a pipe, a cigar too, some tailor-mades and rolled a few. And as a kid, I smoked the coffee bean. But then I met a man one day, his face was old, his hair was gray, and up on his frame his clothes so loosely hung. He listened to me brag a while about cigarettes, then with a smile he said, my boy, get wise while you're still young. With men who know tobacco best, it's women two to one. Ask any man who's made the test which product gets the gun. And if this fellow's a manly guy, you can bet your shirt that he'll reply with men who know tobacco best, it's women two to one. While sitting in a bar one night, I asked a lady for a light. My cigarette had gone and lost its flame. She looked at me from head to toe, said I don't smoke, but goodness knows I just love to play those parlor games. I said no thanks, I'd rather smoke, and then and there I thought she'd choke, but then she started smiling with delight. I moved to leave, she said sit still, and as she moved in for the kill, said son, I've got good news for you tonight. With men who know tobacco best, it's women two to one. Ask any man who's made the test which product gets the gun. And if this feller's a manly guy, you can bet your shirt that he'll reply with men who know tobacco best. It's women two to one. It's women two to one. We started that set with Johnny Lee Wills and his boys, Shattered Dreams, and we followed that with Tex Williams on the Capitol label, number 40276. With Men Who Know Tobacco Best, it's Women 2 to 1, both of those from 1950. We're going to head back to the early 1920s now, and first up, it's Paul Whiteman and his orchestra, Victor 19035, a song by Vincent Humans and Herbert Stothert. This was recorded in February of 1923. The song is Bambolina. This song has a soft place in my heart because... Some time ago, when I was becoming very interested in the piano music of Frank Banta, I acquired my first and so far only piano role. <laughs> it was played by Frank Banta, and the song was Bambolina, which to that point I had never heard. So now whenever I hear this tune, I think of that wonderful, wonderful piano role by Frank Banta, made for duo art. After that, we'll hear from Sam Moore and Horace Davis, a nice instrumental version of Isle of Sweethearts Waltz, written by Maurice Yvain. This was recorded in September of 1922, and we'll wrap up with another popular dance band of the early 20s, at least on record. I don't know how much they played in public. It's Zez Confrey and his orchestra with a Walter Donaldson song called True Blue Sam, The Traveling Man. That comes to us from October of 1922. First up, here's Pops himself, Paul Whiteman.
Nice little piano breaks in there from Zez Confrey himself. It does even say on the label, Mr. Confrey at the piano. That was Zez Confrey and his orchestra, True Blue Sam, The Traveling Man, from 1922. Before that, Sam Moore and Horace Davis gave us the Isle of Sweethearts, a waltz. And we started the set with Paul Whiteman and his orchestra in 1923, Bambolina. I don't often tell the stories of how I acquired certain records, because most of the time, stories really aren't all that interesting, and maybe this next one isn't either, but <laughs> I can't help myself. Uh, this next record is one that I picked up in Japan about a year or so ago. I was over there with my wife, and we dropped in to visit Dave, uh, an American expat who lives in Japan, and he has quite an impressive collection of dance band records of the 1920s and 30s, and I managed to rest a few of them from him. 
I didn't have to twist his arm too hard. I think these were duplicates, and he had a separate little crate of these that I could look through, but I have fond memories of taking the train from Tokyo down to the region where Dave lives, and then Dave met us at the train station. It was raining. We got into his little van and drove to a tea museum for a little while, and then went over to his house and uh, had a wonderful afternoon of listening to a lot of British dance bands on records, and I managed to pick up a handful of records that I brought back, this being one of them. It's my first and only, so far, record on the 4-in-1 label, which was a British product in the early 1930s. They found a way to run the grooves on a disc a little closer together. The pitch was a little tighter so that they could squeeze up to five or six minutes on a record. This seems to have been a thing that was really going around at that time. Columbia made a few of these longer-playing 78s, as did Hit of the Week, and even some of the Dime Store labels got involved. In this case, they would put two full-length selections on each side of a record so that you had a total of four songs on a given 78 RPM record. This is record number six, and we'll listen to both selections from the B-side, as we'll call it. Both of these are played by Ray Starita and his ambassadors, the first one is credited on the label to Ray Starita. The second one credits only the 12 Rhythm Monarchs, but it's really the same band. Recorded in London on September 1st, 1932, we'll first hear Stop the Sun, Stop the Moon. Elsie Carlyle is the vocalist. And then we'll hear an unknown vocalist sing Say That You Were Teasing Me, a song that I've long liked since I first heard it performed on record by Baby Rosemarie. I don't have that record, unfortunately. It's quite scarce and highly sought after. If you ever have a chance to hear it, take a listen. Baby Rosemarie's record of Say That You Were Teasing Me is just phenomenal. It's fantastic. This record pales in comparison, but it's still worth listening to. So here's two from Ray Starita and his ambassadors, starting with Stop the Sun, Stop the Moon. <laughs> Thank you. 
There you have the two selections that comprise one side of four-in-one record number six. Ray Starita and his ambassadors first playing Stop the Sun, Stop the Moon, followed by Say That You Were Teasing Me. 
And unfortunately, I don't know who the vocalist was on the latter selection. He's not identified in the discography. If you recognize him and you want to pass the word along, or if you just want to write me and say hi, <laughs> I'll remind you one more time. My address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Okay, let's head to January of 1944 now for a record by Cootie Williams and his sextet. This is on the Majestic label. It's a beautiful song from the late 20s, Sweet Lorraine. And we'll follow that with Johnny Dodds and his trio, a record made in Chicago on July 5th, 1928. The tune is credited to Johnny Dodds. It's called Blue Piano Stomp. But first up, here's Cootie Williams. Thank you. 
We started that final set of this shellac stack program with Cootie Williams and his sextet, a majestic record from 1944. Beautiful song, Sweet Lorraine. And then we finished things up with Johnny Dodds and his trio, a bluebird record made in Chicago in July of 1928. Well, that would have first come out on the Victor label, but my copy's a reissue on Bluebird of the early 40s. Blue Piano Stomp. I've had a lot of fun this hour. I hope you have too. I thank you once again for joining me and listening to these 78s. It's always such a pleasure to have your company. I hope you'll help spread the word, tell any family or friends you think might enjoy the shellac stack about our little program. And I hope we'll see you back here next time for more 78s on the next installment of the shellac stack. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. (laughs) 